0: And online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports
1: Radio. Welcome to Hour Two of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. It is Friday. Yes, it's finally Friday. You made it. We are going to – you made it. That's all I know to tell you. Be happy. It's Friday. It's the last day of the month. It's Friday, June the 30th in the year of our Lord 2023. We are halfway through 2023, which is, in and of itself blows my mind. But, uh, hey, you've made it to Friday. You've got a holiday week next week. I know I'm not the only one that's taking off uh, next week. In fact, I know Mark Panicelli. At uh, 252 ESPN, he's taking off next week. And you know what? It's the perfect time to do it. You've got Tuesday off because of the July 4th holiday. Anybody who's having to work on Monday, I feel sorry for you. I feel bad. Not sorry. I feel bad for you. Uh, But it's just perfect stretch those last three days out in the week. Uh, But a a reminder, if you're just joining us, we will not be on the air next week. Uh, We will be off Uh, The Brian Hanks Show will not be airing next week. Uh, You just heard us talking to Paul Whittington there in the first hour. We're going up to D.C. for several days. Going to go see some Nationals games. Thank you, Mark Panicelli. Uh, and then uh, at the end of the week, going to go uh, dip our toes in the sand in the Outer Banks for a couple of days. Then we'll come back on Monday, July the 10th and just be completely refreshed for the nine days of work that I have to do in July. <laughs> and then we're off for another couple of weeks after that. But, hey, we'll be back on Monday, July the 10th. So very excited about that. Hey, if you missed the first hour of today's show, you missed a very good hour. Uh, had Linda in here. Hot huh? Linda. We were talking about her vacation a little bit or looking forward to it and just uh, talking about our cats and our and our puppy dog and just life in general. And then have Paul Whittington on. We talked about uh the Carolina hurricanes, uh the NHL draft, did some NASCAR talk there towards the end of the hour too. And uh, just, man, just excited about uh, what's coming up here to uh, next week. Coming up here on the show, in fact, here in just a few moments, uh, former uh, Kenston High School star basketball player. Uh, he's been a, a solid assistant basketball coach. We're waiting for him to get his first full-time job or first job, uh, his own program. We're going to talk to him about that. We're going to talk to him about a bunch of stuff. But South Mecklenburg Associate Head Basketball Coach Marquise Grant is going to be uh joining us like I said here in just a few moments in fact we're going to be getting him up here on the line with us we're going to talk uh we're going to talk uh, about uh the East Coast Invitational last week we're going to talk about Marquise, how he's doing and just a bunch of other stuff and then at the end of the hour today we're going to have the uh uh Zammit. We're going to play. get John and Jonathan in here as we wrap up our week and wrap up the month with a game of Zammit. Uh, if you, remember, We'll tell you about the game when you uh, when you tune into that. Hey, listen, I want to thank uh, our good friends over at Arundel Parrot Academy. It's the largest independent non-sectarian college prep school in the region, located on a beautiful 80-acre campus in Kinston. Parrot Academy draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kinston greenville newburn goldsboro and jacksonville in the last half century parrot academy has grown to a student body with uh with more than 700 students and it includes children in grades 1k through 12 uh listen parrot academy students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world give them a call at 252-522-4222 tell david moody that uh, the brian hanks show sent you or you can visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road in Kensington. You know what? This is the perfect time. You've been thinking about it. I know you have of sending your child to a private school. You cannot do better than a Rendell Parrot Academy, and it's right here in our own backyard. If you are listening to this show on terrestrial radio, you can send your child to a Rendell Parrot Academy. Hey, thank you to Woodman Life. I've had my life insurance with Woodman Life for more than for almost 15 years now. I could not be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. The beauty of woman life, though, isn't just the peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community is evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church, or... Uh, or government they just didn't one here in Eastern North Carolina. Sorry, I lost my train of thought there for a second. Thank you so much to our good friend Danny Rice, to Jared Edward Edwards and Woodman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, Call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North right here in Kenston. That's beside Highland Furniture and across from Cell mall And again, thank you to uh, Woodman Life. Thank you to all our day one sponsors. We truly, truly appreciate every single one of them. A uh, Parrot Academy, Woodman Life, Spence Automotive, GoEco Office Automation, UNC Lenore Healthcare. <laughs> Lenore Community College, uh, also the Kinston Police Department, and uh, the Down East Wood Ducks. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much to all those sponsors for being a part of the show. So joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line, one of my favorite guys, man. and it, it you, You've heard me talk about him all morning this morning. I talked about him when we got back from the ECI on Monday. Just proud of what he is doing uh, as a uh, coach for South Mecklenburg High School. He's the associate head coach of the Sabres. It's our good friend Marquise Grant joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. How are you doing this morning, Coach?
2: <laughs> good morning. Morning, Brian. Happy Friday to you, man. I'm, I'm doing good. I'm actually in the car headed to South medic as we speak. Well, there
1: you go. Well, I got to tell you, and I think I told you this when uh, we got this all scheduled out. That, uh, I'm happy to talk to you. Don't get it twisted. I am very, very happy to talk to you. But when you add on that, I'm all after this interview. And after I get through with, uh, this show here in this hour, I'm off until July 10th. Uh, that makes me even a little bit happier today. Okay.
2: <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna be just as happy as you, uh, once we wrap up team camp, uh, at the conclusion of tomorrow. We will be done with our summer season, so I will be just as happy as you because we will be off until September. Oh so I gosh. cannot wait. That is be- I, know, <laughs> I
1: hear it in your voice, and uh, we're two happy guys right now. That's for sure, right?
2: Definitely, definitely.
1: Well, uh, Listen, Marquise Grant, it was so good to see you at the ECI this, uh, this past weekend. It was so good to see you at the uh, Black, Brandon Ingram. Uh, yeah, I had the Brandon Ingram MLK uh, this past uh, January. And, uh, dude, just every time I see, I this is the way I describe you to people. I don't know if i have and this is when you were playing, except for when you were between the lines. You were one of those dogs between the lines that, uh, you know, gave everything that you had, squeezed every ounce of uh, of skill and talent out. But you always have a smile on your face and you do I mean uh, you're good to the kids I love uh, one of the games at the ECI this past week I got to sit behind you and uh, coach Chris McDonald in South mech and dude just hearing you barking out barking out at the guys and calling uh, calling defenses and you know and calling plays from the sideline dude you can absolutely tell I mean you
2: love basketball you love being around the guys don't you Without a shadow of a doubt. Um, you know, that's it's it's my passion and it, it's been with me since the uh since the early ages of uh what what we used to call in Kinston the termite League, the, the six through nine leagues at the uh at the Salvation Army, Martin C. Freeman. I started at uh I started my basketball career at, at Fairfield. So it goes back to those days for me. But yeah, like you said, just love being in the gym. Love being around those guys. Like every opportunity that we can get together and get in the gym, that's that's what we're going to do. Without a shadow of a doubt, without, without question, yes.
1: That voice relates to Marquise Grant. He's associate head basketball coach for South uh, South Mecklenburg High School in Charlotte. And uh, for folks that maybe we that didn't get to hear the January edition when you came on the show with us, uh, or. Yeah, let me speak English here. How did you, you 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 were at South Mecklenburg several years ago and now you're back there again. Right. Tell us tell us a little bit about that journey back to uh the southern part of Mecklenburg County.
2: So, um I had a uh coaching stint in back in eastern North Carolina. Um of course I was at Kinston where I had played and, and owned my skills. Um I left and went to college. I came back home, I joined uh the great Wells village and his coaching staff, we ended up winning some state championships, uh, before he made his exit out of coaching for a small step. And then, um, I transitioned down to West Craven. I stayed at West Craven for about two, three seasons. And then I moved to Charlotte. Uh, when I moved to Charlotte, uh, the first person that I called was Chris McDonald. And, uh, Chris was the head associate assistant at South Mecklenburg Bend, and he was also the head J.B. Boys coach. So Chris and I, because of our friendship, because of, you know, me playing for him as an assistant under Wells, for the first meeting when I was 17 years old, you know, you talk about a guy that trusted in me and, he took, you know, he gave me the opportunity to be his assistant. He saw the quality of work that I did then, and uh, we had some great success at South three years ago. Uh, the downfall of that, though, was we ran into an administrative team at the time that wasn't a big fan of off-campus coaches, And in high school sports, which is to be understood, most high schools at least want the majority of their coaches on campus. And it makes sense because you're going to be with your kids pretty much all day long. But Chris and I, we were just, at that time, we weren't that. So administration – they, they made some moves and things happened, and we parted ways. Chris went on to go and uh, be the head associate at Rocky River High School where he won back-to-back uh, conference championships. And then I proceeded to go to West Mecklenburg High School and take over a JV program that was turning the corner uh, in the rebuilding mode and looking to uh, build and grow upward. Um, I stayed there for one year. The COVID year was the year that I was there, to be exact. And then from there, I had an opportunity to go and uh, be the head assistant over at Cox Mill High School in Concord. Um, Had some success there um, with uh, Ty Johnson, who was a good friend of mine. We uh, had the opportunity to go and compete for Sweet 16 berth in the state playoffs that following year against uh, Weddington. Uh, We came up short, of course, because they ended up winning the the state championship the 21-22 school year. Uh, Going through the summer, it was a transitional stage. Um, Things just didn't feel right for me. I felt like something was missing. And um, we go back to ECI this time last year, and we're down at at the East Coast Invitational. I run into Chris. He's like, hey, man, we got to sit together. We got to sit down, and we got to talk. I said, okay, cool. I said, once we get back from camp, I know you guys are busy. We're busy as well. You know, let's, let's get together. So we got together and we went and had lunch. We had lunch at Tony's Pizza. And, uh, we're sitting there, you know, gnawing into some pepperoni and some sausage pizza. <laughs> and, uh, Chris says the South job has opened back up. Now, the funny thing is this right here. Uh Chris and I, not to make a long story longer, but Chris and I, we've always had this pact that wherever we landed, whoever got the head job, the other one, because we trusted each other, each other so much, the other one had a job no matter what. And with that right there, when he told me what his thoughts were, I knew what was getting ready to happen before it even did. And we left from Tony's Pizza. We were at team camp at Catawba, and we had just finished playing. I got a call from Chris. Chris says, it's a go. And I knew in that moment right there, I was going back home. I was returning to South. That was what was missing, the element of the feeling of being in South Charlotte, being a part of Sabre Nation, and just being in an element where You have the administration that supports you. You have Booster that supports you. The parents, the community of the south side of Charlotte, North Carolina, everybody comes together for South Mecklenburg High School, for South Mecklenburg sports. It's not just basketball. It's not baseball. It's lacrosse. It's girls' soccer. It's girls' tennis. girls' basketball. So just to be a part of that dynamic again, there was no way I could absolutely pass up that opportunity.
1: Wow. That voice will to Marquise Grant, associate head basketball coach at South Mecklenburg High School, former Kinston Viking star, joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. And i got to tell you, watching you two together uh, at the ECI last week was just – it was awesome. In fact, if someone were, you know, say they didn't know South Meck and they didn't know you and Coach McDonald – they would wonder who the head coach is, and I say that as respect. I mean, it, but it show, but but it shows respect that Coach McDonald has for you and in your coaching ability. That I mean, you were as as loud. You were uh, you were coaching as hard as he was. A lot of times, you see assistant coaches. They you know they're either charting shots or they're uh, charting something. I mean, you're out there calling plays and calling defenses and everything. It's got to make you feel pretty good. And, again, you sort of alluded to it there with your relationship with Coach McDonald, but, but that he puts that much faith, that he has that much confidence in you, Coach.
2: One of the things about Coach McDonald, and this isn't just with me, it's with our other assistants as well, he doesn't want you being that assistant coach that is charting stats or is holding the clipboard. Or you're the timeout keeper. He doesn't. He doesn't want that for his staff. However, everybody that is on our staff, we play basketball at the highest level to some magnitude. So he takes that and he says, use that to get through to our guys because they want to get to one day where we've been. So because of our knowledge of the game, that's what he wants us to use and instill in our guys. So we're never. It's never going to be where you see a guy on our staff charting you know we have you know we might have one coach looking at one perspective we might have another one looking at something else uh we might have another one that sees the substitution needs to be made so he's doing that so it's just a it's it's a big family oriented trust factor um you mentioned hearing my voice a lot I've always been the loudest guy on the floor (laughs) and that goes back to my playing day it does Um, it does we can we can thank we can thank Wells Gullage and Perry Kendall for that because you know, no matter how many times, you know, um, we were in practice or we were somewhere playing, you know, they they didn't spare no hesitation in reminding me and my teammates, hey, if you don't talk, <laughs> you don't touch the floor, you won't play. But I knew I had to make time of uh, – I had to make the best of my time on the floor, so you were going to hear me. <laughs> man. I was definitely going to be loud. But um, it, it's just the thing, man. You know, I, I project my voice in the manner I do. So that I am heard. And it's it's funny because in our culture at South, if our boy if our guys don't hear that, they know something's up. Coach isn't talking today, what's wrong? They they, they picked up on it in the time that we've been together. So it's just a wonderful thing. They they respond to me the same way that they respond to you know, the coach McDonald and all of our other coaches. Um, my word is just as good as his, his is just as good as mine, and we just have the understanding where We want to win at all costs. We want to win at all costs. And it could be one coach preaching it, but if there's another coach or another coach that is saying the same things, okay, yeah, it's hard to not get on board because you're hearing it from so many different voices. Wow. got to, And I'll tell you what, uh, I've got to pay a
1: bill here real quick and we'll be right back to it. But thank you to UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kinston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With well, a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kinston, for all your healthcare needs, or call them at 252 522 7000. You can also email them at infolenore.org at or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare, for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's not waste any time. Let's jump right back into it. Our big interview today here on the show is Marquise Grant. One of mine, listen, I don't even try to hide it, Coach. I mean, one of my favorite uh, athletes that I covered when you were at Kinston High School, uh, when you got into the coaching ranks, you know, I, I loved it when you visited with Wes Craven, when you were, uh, when and again, just your time when you would get back to Kinston High School. And uh, just a treat, like I said, to see you this past January, to see you, or uh, January for the Brandon Ingram, uh, to see you uh, at the ECI which leads to my next natural question here, Coach. And I ask you this. You actually joined me uh, in the for a game coverage. I think it was uh, the Ashley versus uh, Kenston game uh, at ECI. Yep. So I, I, yep. I'm getting ready to ask you another question, That or ask you the same question I asked you there. But, Coach, and I know you love working with uh, Coach McDonald, and I know he loves having you on his staff. I know he absolutely loves having you on his staff. But, Coach, I am very much looking forward to the day when I see – Head coach Marquise Grant of dot 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 high school or wherever uh, wherever you, your journey takes you, how far away are we from that, Coach Grant?
2: Um, to be quite honest, we're actually probably closer than what most may know or uh, even think. Um, and is you know as, as I say that, you know it it comes with it comes with time. Um, I think that's the. That's the biggest component that gets misconstrued in all of the all of the hoopla that goes into a coach uh, becoming a head coach. Um, you know, Chris McDonald, he knows I'm I'm destined to be a head coach one day. So his thing is, and he he tells everybody this, you know, from time time and time again. You know, I I got to use Coach Grant. I got to get everything I can get out of Coach Grant <laughs> before he leaves, because once he leaves. I know there's no looking back for him, and his future is bright. He, he tells that to so many people on so many different occasions. As a matter of fact, um, I had about four or five different handshakes from assistant coaches that were wishing me luck in my near future endeavors, um, just because they had had a previous conversation with him, and or Wells, or you know Perry, and they mentioned, you know, hey, that's that's the next that's the next head coach somewhere. Like he's he's getting ready, he's getting ready to walk into his desk. Um, but it's definitely common, you know, it is definitely common. And it and quiet is kept, it's it has to be the right fit, not only for the program, but it's the right fit of the coach for that program. And what I mean by that is anybody can walk into any gym and say, I want to coach high school basketball but if there's a program that over if there's a program that overlooks what a coach has as far as expectations or the coach doesn't need it, that coach is going to struggle at night sleeping. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's going to become a whirlwind of, did I make the right decision? What am I not doing right? How is this not going? How is, you know, it's not going how I was expecting it to go. Things should be different. It's, it's kind of one of those things. But when you – when you take over a program or when you go at, you know, you become the, uh, you at the helm of a program, excuse me, and, you know, you sit down and you factor in a lot of things. You know, you factor in the best way to get the players to respond to your coaching. You factor in what's going to be the effective way of teaching the game to these guys. What's going to be the effective way of letting them be comfortable enough to do what they already know how to do, but just doing it more so in the controlled state of, hey, this is what we're going to use or this is the resources we're going to build off of to go out every single night and compete and win. You know, so it's, it's just a lot of things that take into it. But like I said, we're we're not far away from it at all. I feel like um, I'm excited to see what this upcoming high school season brings us for sure. Um, but who knows what a year looks like? Who knows what two years look like? Um, you know, we'll live in a different world by then. So, I mean, anything could happen at any given moment, you know.
0: Oh,
1: absolutely, and it's, I, I, that was part one of my question, part two of my question, and and like I said, I feel like I've gotten to know you through the years, I mean, from when you were a player at Kenston High School to your journey uh, as being an assistant and an associate head coach, what is the perfect situation for you, and this is, I didn't ask you this at the ECI, but for you, Coach Grant, I mean, and again, I know you've had job offers. You've had opportunities to lead your own program. I I know that and I realize that. You're waiting for that right program. You sort of described it a little bit there, but in, in a perfect world, Coach Grant, what would be that situation that you just would not be able to say no to?
2: With yeah, that I got, one I got there. you. I got yeah, you. Oh, you <laughs> <laughs> The so the perfect scenario, the perfect situation. Honestly, it would it would have to be where wherever the school is, it is uh it's commutable for my family to travel. Okay. Um that's that's number one. Um being back uh in Kinston, you know, coming home in uh, this past January for ECI, um my entire family was there for our game. Um, My parents, my siblings, my oldest daughter. Um, So to have them in the gym every Tuesday, well, maybe not Tuesday because it's a work week, but mostly Friday night, that would be, you know, to look up in the stands and see them there, that would be amazing. Um, So that would be one component of it. I think the other part of it would be – just having, having you cover a game, you know, having Wells and Perry and my mentors, the guys that have helped push me along the way, even down to some of my former teammates. Um, I've had some guys since I've been at South, uh, Jay McBottom, you know, the, the, the great Jay McBottom, uh, who I played with in high school. Uh, he's one of probably my biggest supporters here in Charlotte, uh, where he resides as well. And he and I, you know, we still have a great friendship. And he's one of those guys where once the schedule gets sent out, he tells me what what games he's coming to. And so just to look in the stands and see that face of familiarity, it makes the night more easier because it's like, okay, I'm going to show my guy what I can do, but I know he's here to support me no matter what happens. So I think that's a really big part of it in the, you know, answering your question of what the best scenario is. um. And then it's honestly it would be if it wasn't if it wasn't having those guys in the stand, the Wells, the Perrys, um, my good friend Leland Jones who's now the new head men's coach at, at South Central High School in Winterville, it would be to stand on the same sideline and coach against them. And it'd be a difference of now you got two guys at the head that are coaching, and it's not a head coach versus an assistant coach. But honestly, one of those scenarios definitely
1: well i gotta <laughs> tell you coach grant again I've, I've said it several times uh just i admire you i hope you know that i admired you as a player again as a player that get out that got out there and you knew the 32 minutes or however many minutes you played in the game you were giving it 100 percent, you do it on the coaching side now too dude th- th- what better way to end out the first half of the year here on the brian hanks show and end out this week before my vacation and all that then have one of the good guys, uh, Coach Marquise Grant, South Magnolia Bird, dude. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Have a great Fourth, and I can't wait to see you again. Okay. Same to you, my friend. Happy Fourth. Look forward to seeing you soon. There you go. That's Marquise Grant, man. One of the good guys. Uh, that again, I just you you want great things to happen for a good person like him and it's just right around the corner for him would love to see him back in eastern north carolina. Hey, let's play uh, Zaman. Let's get John and Jonathan in here play Zaman. We'll end out the today's show, this week's show, this month's show, the first half of the year's show with this. Hello folks, in my plush well, it's studio this morning. I have the lovely, the talented The uh, effervescent, effervescent, even John Dawson. What
3: did you say, Buxom? <laughs> and charles atlas over there <laughs>
1: oh, oh, as someone who's uh struggled with moobs myself uh, i don't find that very funny <laughs> you're good you're good
0: we're not making fun
1: Struggled? gold <laughs> continue to struggle yes John Dawson, how are you this morning? I'm checking now. I, I thought
0: everything was moderately in place.
1: You're good, you're good.
0: My body's built by KFC, so I can't really say much. Mm. Right.
1: That's true, that's true. Uh, how are you doing today, John Dawson? This is my last day. This is the last moment of the Brian Hanks show before I pack all my stuff up and head on vacation for a week, okay? So
3: and by that, he means four suitcases full of tennis shoes. <laughs>
1: now the, yeah, and one
3: suitcase right. of caps. <laughs> there you go. And
1: that doesn't even count the clothes. No draws. No (laughs) draws whatsoever. You know who says the word draw? That's so funny you would say that. Wells Gullage was talking about when he came on the podcast, or on the podcast, on the show last week. Mm -hmm. uh, He came down to my hotel room to do it. Mm -hmm. And he says, (laughs) well, we were in a hotel in Jacksonville, okay? Hey, hey, man. (laughs) And he said, do you mind, before we even start, but, you know, when I was calling him and saying, hey, you coming? He's like, is it all right if I move my draws?
0: There's anyway. two problems with that sentence. <laughs> what are the two problems? The fact that he said it and the alternative meaning. <laughs> there you go. How are you doing, John? And cut. Um, <laughs> no. Um,
3: we talked about it on the show last week. The season- oh, that I, makes me feel good. <laughs> I, th- I think the verbiage might have been different.
1: How are you doing, Jonathan, Massey? It's the day before I did. I didn't had- get to tell you how I was doing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just want to get the hell out of here, man. I am so ready to be done with this week and get out of here and go on vacation. Can I tell you about my? Do you want to know, even want to know about what I'm doing? I think next you're
3: week? already on vacation, dude. I'm mentally,
1: gonna, yeah, I would agree with that wholeheartedly, man. I'm telling you, if you've listened to any of the shows this week, you've
3: probably picked up on it. <laughs> well, I know the stuff I've had to edit for this week was a challenge. Have you ever tried to not wet spaghetti? Jonathan Parrott-Dawson. Oh, we've got to talk to Jonathan Matt. What
1: are you doing this weekend? what are you doing next week uh, while I'm out of town, John Dawson? Pleading with the FCC
3: to look <laughs> the other way. Jeez. Seriously, what are you going to be
1: doing next week? This
3: weekend and next week? Uh, working on music stuff. A lot of that's coming, coming together now. The first thing's coming out in October, so there's a lot to do for that. I'm helping a buddy with his record working on lyrics for that. Got a uh, guy in Raleigh working on a 15-minute short film for the first record, trying to get that going.
1: Is that the one that you said Brian, uh, Brian North and I could be in in a cameo?
3: If you're willing to go to Raleigh whenever they shoot, sure. You're okay. right ahead.
1: I don't even want to speak apart. I just want like, the camera to pan past and me be sitting there with a big, fat cigar, you know... <laughs>
3: What you, and what's possible song would we okay right.
1: <laughs> that's what would be also awesome, be very non-sequitur and brian north and i would be sitting there on a couch
0: that's uh, non-sequitur enough
1: yeah exactly What is it smoking cigars <laughs> north would absolutely do it we've already we were going to do it for uh Stana's album remember yes for video i mean yes yeah Okay, so that's what you're doing. What about you, Jonathan Massey? What are you doing this weekend and next week?
0: Well, as you know, Brian, you and I share a, a last day in different ways. Yes, we do. So, Of course, I'll be leaving the greater Lenoir County area to go take a more lucrative job. Anyway, um, I'm going to be starting a job next, a new job next week. It's a new old job, I guess you would say. And uh, I'm just going to spend the weekend relaxing, uh, doing some stuff for the family. Uh, apparently, some plans have been made for me for the 4th of July. What are you doing? Apparently, I'm going to the beach. All right. On the 4th of July. I'm with John on this one, dude. Yeah, I would trust. I I, I don't want to go to the beach ever, as we've acknowledged before. But so you're going to go when the whole planet is there. (laughs) I don't want to. In fact, there's so many people at the beach
1: on on July 4th at the nation starts to tip a little bit you know yeah,
0: the mi- your mileage your,
3: your mileage gets better as you go east because it's just little of a tilt
0: there you go i
3: was trying to help you you were you were a uh, i'm
0: just gonna tie some center blocks to my feet and hop
3: in <laughs> i think that's a, starting- i think there's a guy that sells them down there at the pier now it's such a, a bopping business
1: i love it i love it so uh what would you like to say to your uh for, soon to be former co-workers at the Kinsale north county parks and recreation department and the Kinsale
3: community center good luck okay do Edward oh. R. Murrow say good dining, good luck.
0: Oh no! I, or I could just go, uh, goodbye, farewell, amen. Oh yeah. Okay. That's the last. They're gonna miss of you. Mash.
1: They're gonna miss you. All I'm right. Say what you.
0: you want to say, and I'll just I'll reverse it. <laughs> <laughs> you idiots. You know I name or coffee your okie Okay. Well, I, they're gonna miss
1: you too. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, listen. Uh, we are playing <laughs> Uh John Dawson. I think you've won every one of these too. Well, I hope I remember. No, I think I won like
0: the first one or two. I don't give it. Uh, yeah, I think Darn. you won. I think you won one. I think you oh,
1: did
3: won
0: one or two, yeah, I and then and then it just. Yeah.
3: Well, I realized, you know, usually a song from the '60s or '70s or even '80s, everybody would know it, and you would need to Zam it. Or like, Shazam it. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> and uh, uh, Taylor Swift's 900 song about not being able to keep a guy. I guess people want to, I wouldn't know the name of that, so I would have to Shazam it.
0: Well, there you go. So that's you what would get along famously with my step because he cannot stand Taylor Swift. I, I don't get it. But, you know,
3: somebody does, obviously. So oh, Bill Simmons.
1: You know how much I love Bill Simmons. You try yes. to get him on my on the free press radio show a few times. Yeah. He's a huge Taylor Swift fan. And then he's got. Uh, for music. For music yeah Oh, okay oh dude she's too young to be
0: she's to in her 30s weird. is you she really <laughs>
3: never mind
1: she's
0: like my age she's like oh. 33. oh i didn't know this. oh there is no freaking way oh, taylor here Flick we is go.
3: 33. google you want to bet this week's
0: trip down
3: uh, uh how old is non sequitur non sequitur gulch
1: she is 33 years old how did you know that <laughs> i've been stalking her oh uh, that's what you need to reverse okay yeah there you go okay tell us uh the sponsor for we're not doing the birthday game oh i did want to do this real quick and i we're gonna run up against the clock here but all the birthdays that we missed i just want to do the local birthdays i don't care about all the other ones uh last friday carmen fernandez yeah uh, Bobby Tharp, a friend of mine, Maysville Volunteer Fire Department Chief, Michael Jordan and Dash McCarter. Uh, on Monday this week, uh, Jennifer North. Oh, yes, yeah, right. Yeah, our uh, Brian North long suffer, short-suffering wife. They've not been married that long. I'm so.
3: sure it feels like it's been a long
1: time. She's not Yeah, Exactly. She's not been suffering
3: Jennifer, 26 Jennifer, we apologize years. for Brian and Brian.
1: <laughs> she's not been suffering 26 years like the, the long-suffering wife. It feels like awesome.
3: it. You know, my wife looks like she could be 30, and she's... Coming up on 50. i, I think. give I, you I, right. And I, I, I say this with all due respect. Yeah. You, you, your wife's a good looking woman, dude. And so, you know, I think, you know, having a good husband plays into that a tiny bit. I don't know.
1: Monday was also Don Trez Stiles' birthday. So uh, happy birthday to Trez. On Tuesday, uh, Christy Bach from, uh, or Christy Bach Kelly, I guess that she's known now. News News. From News News. Happy birthday to her. Tommy Walston
0: from, uh, uh, former Kempston Indians employee. There you
1: go, groundskeeper Bobby Billings, the coolest guy I ever went to high school with. And then on Wednesday it was Tanya Bracy's birthday. Today is Sonia Kuntz's birthday. Who is that? You ask John Dawson. That's
0: Linda's mom.
1: There you go. It's Linda's Her mom. mom. Her mom, indeed. Uh, today is her birthday, so happy birthday, Miss Kuntz. And uh, usually the sponsor of the birthday game, and today Zammet is. Jacques
3: Passileg of Goeco Office Automation. you want automation? him to take us? I certainly
1: do. It. There you go. Tell us about Goeco and Jacques Passileg, Jonathan Massey.
0: Well, Goeco Office Automation is a fine company. I uh, nestled right here in Kempston, North Carolina. They got a beautiful facility, the Office Innovation Center. Um, they've... Uh, not not freely, but they've provided that Canon MF 420 copier to Brian that has been running strong for over four years now. Yeah. And it has never failed. Um, if you want to get in on some of that great client service they have, you just need to give Jock a call.
1: That what number, Jonathan Massey? 252.
0: 252- 252. 252- 252- 286, 286, 286, 5354, 5354. 5354. <laughs> Or you can visit his website at goeco.mc.com or what is goeco.com for more information. Back to you, Brian.
1: I love it. Let's jump right into Shazam. Uh, it what it is? Did we explain it? Bucklesberry.com. Go ahead.
0: Oh yeah, bucklesberry.com.
1: Bucklesberry.com. Yes.
3: Brian plays a song, Massey, and I guess so how from many times? Shazam. Yeah. If you let me finish. <laughs> Brian plays a song, Massey, and I guess how many times it's been searched on uh, Shazam?
1: There you go. I like it. That's uh, you did it. Good job. Uh, Why do you
3: sound so surprised?
1: I have a thousand and forty-eight songs that I've Shazam through the years. So I'm going to pick. So this is I'm going to try to pick out songs that years, you have guys instruments know. and
3: melodies and singing. Exactly. Okay. So here is the
1: first one.
0: Please play.
3: Sounds of Silence,
0: Simon oh, and God Garfunkel. Oh, God bless it, I was going to say it. Hmm. Dawson, Zombies, guessing, Time of the it Season. Is Why don't we do zombies. both?
3: Actually, there you go. Yeah. You would win both of them. Uh, I love this song. I got to see these guys live and meet them at Irving Plaza. What? Dude, that is super cool. Okay, Zombies, Time of the Season. Little Steven, Silvio from The Sopranos. Short version is he introduced us to him. That is awesome. So uh, how many times? Who wants to
1: go first? Well, he won the yeah. last thing. Yeah. So. so how many times has this been Shazam there, John Dawson?
3: This is a toughie because it's an old one. Um, 2.4 million. You say 2.4 million. What do you
0: say, Jonathan Massey? You're right around where I was thinking too, but I'm going to say about 2 million.
1: You're saying two million even. Yep. It's been time of the season, the zombies. Is he rich rich like like me? God, I love that. I would have kept going, but I wasn't gonna be able to harmonize with you there, and it would have been worse than if I'd have just done it by myself. 3.5 million. Wow. Three million five hundred thirty-one thousand six hundred and sixty-three. So John Dawson, you take a one to nothing lead there.
0: It's that time. I love this song.
1: I really love this
3: next song. (laughs) Please try your call again later. Figured you would get it right there on that.
1: I'm shocked. I just knew you would know this. You're going to notice as the singing starts for sure.
0: God, just Lionel on Richie. Where are you? Is it not? No. I heard hello, and that's what I was yep. thinking. John Dawson.
2: It's
3: from the 70s, right? right.
1: I'll tell you, this is Electric Light Orchestra.
3: Oh, I'm not familiar I know the song. I didn't realize it was...
1: Yellow ELO, yeah. Telephone Line. Okay. There you go. Uh, Jonathan, you get to go next. Uh, how many times is Telephone Line by the ELO? I just just, where do they stand And I mean... Top 30, probably.
0: God, I love ELO. I, I think it's old enough and a little too obscure for most people. I'm going to say, like... 850,000.
3: What's your guess? 845,000.
1: Closest is you, Jonathan Massey, 849,758. Dude, you missed it by 242 Shazam. That's impressive. You gotta give him credit for that, okay? To get that <laughs> close. Only two hundred and forty. Ah, I give him nothing. <laughs> I live for that. Is this sad that I live for that? No. Nah. Thank you. Thank you for. So it's one to one. Good job. 850. He was 252 off. <sighs> okay. Anyway, let's <that's> find. <laughs> I'm impressed.
3: more 70s fair.
1: I may be just going all 70s here today. That's fine. I'm, just, I'm, I'm trying to zone in. <laughs> oh, poor Jonathan. Yeah. Oh, you're going to like it. I promise. When you hear it, you're going
3: to. Boss Gags.
1: Oh. And the sunlight Bill Withers. Huh, okay. figured, I figured... Uh, you, you didn't know did you, Jonathan?
3: I know Bill Withers,
1: but I would not, didn't yeah, know this. This is Lovely Day by Bill Withers. Love this song, man. Love this song. Uh, John Dawson, you get the next.
3: 700,000.
1: You say 700,000. What do you say, John, uh, John, uh, Jonathan Massey? I say boy. <laughs> I, I, I say I say boy.
0: Until <laughs> it fails me, I'm just going to keep going with 850,000.
1: Hold on. Chorus.
0: A day. Lovely day, lovely day, lovely day, lovely day. Lovely day. Yeah, the more he sings it, the more I want to change my guess.
1: <laughs> I love this song. You said 850, you said 700,000. How about five million eight thousand three hundred eighty? That makes no sense.
3: <laughs> really I didn't say I didn't, thought you were lying. Has yeah. it been in like a commercial or a movie? I haven't heard that song in 25, 30 years. I, I couldn't. Tell you I like that. Bill Withers. I'm just,
0: I'm, yeah. you know, that makes no sense.
3: I'm with you. I, I think I'm in retirement They've been wondering you. what he's doing in retirement. I think he's Shazamming himself. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's pretty good. Shazam! Yeah. Okay. Okay. Dawes, oh, that's uh, Foo Fighters. <laughs>
1: This. Man, these are all songs I love, so I'm getting to hear what I want to hear on my last day before vacation, okay? It's Best of You by the Foo Fighters. Love this song.
3: Now you would
0: think everybody would know who that is. Yes, but... And it's my go, right? It is your go. Off rip, the drummer just died, right? Yes. And I think that caused a lot of people to try to figure out, learn more about their songs and their discography. Maybe. So I'm going to go... F- 4.3 million. You
1: say 4.3 million. What do you say, John Dawson?
0: 4.4 million.
1: No. I, uh, I, I do like the Foo Fighters. I do too. You do too. I Foo Fighters. 1.977 million. Jonathan Massey takes a 3 to 1 lead here. How about that? Okay.
2: the lights gone. Up to Lou
3: Reed, Satellite of Love. We're going to hear this in uh, Vegas. They're not going to play that. They did it every uh, Zoo TV show. I know, but they haven't played it since. It's because the Velvet Underground were opening and that, Lou Reed was there. That's why they did it. Don't hurt my he feelings. He did a duet like with them. Yeah, he did. He's not going to be there. He's dead. Is Lou Reed really dead? Like five years ago.
1: Okay, I'll take that back then. They may not do it then.
0: They could they could do it as homage. Oh
1: I love this. Do you not like this song though or do you not? I do. Satellite of love.
3: love. <sighs> Chill bumps.
2: Chill bumps. You
3: like it because Bono's
1: singing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna deny that. You're absolutely right. Uh Satellite of Love, it's to you over there, uh John Lou Reed. <laughs> 1.3 million Jonathan Massey
0: 1.2 million
1: 340,000 checks out TV. that's all 340,000 dude you lead four to one Jonathan Massey of love. okay
2: Ooh, oh, oh. Of love.
1: here you go this is what I like you should get the band on this one I pretty willing it's not a rap song it's not it's just it's a what would you call them a quasi uh, electronica if this helps you i took my niece to their concert in greensboro imagine dragons not a bad guess though 21 pilots this is ride by 21 pilots Mm -hmm. you don't know this It's a good song. I actually like it. That's why I shazammed it. Oh, 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 I'm I'm taking my time, I ride, Oh, 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 I'm falling.
2: So
0: you don't like this, John? Not to listen to. <laughs> four to one. Uh, who got the last one? I did. You did. So it's your turn, four to one. Oh, it doesn't matter. We've just been going back and forth yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, 21
1: Pilots right. This came out probably six years ago. This is going
0: to be one of those. just makes no sense. 3.7 million. John Dawson. What did you say, 3.7?
3: Yeah, 3.6 million. How about 10.8
1: million Shazam? Well, I was right about one thing. <laughs> You're right. You lead five to one. John is a messy. Okay, yeah, this is a good one right here.
3: You got to remember this, this song. Is, you cannot do this if it's not a hit. Don't the petting the
1: dog is not, not, a not there. Ball song. Come come my lady, be my butterfly, sugar baby. Come my lady, come, come my, lady,
2: you're my butterfly,
0: sugar,
1: sugar. You don't remember this song. I remember the song. Oh, I just can't Crazy remember. 3 Town. I think it's One Hit yeah, Wonder. Yeah. It's Butterfly. Man, a really trippy video, man. That's what I like the best about it. Lots of good looking girls in it.
3: Imagine that. Nobody's ever done that before. There you go.
1: <laughs> Five to one. you got to battle back here, John Dawson. So, uh, how many Shazams is Butterfly by Crazy Town had? I think it came out
3: in is uh, early 2000s, maybe. maybe. So they came out before Shazam was an app, right? Yeah.
0: Wait, you mean to tell me people were putting good-looking women in videos before rappers had scantily clad women Absolutely. in their videos?
3: Absolutely. It's hard to believe Duran Duran made a career of it, didn't they, John Dawson? Um, there were videos in the early 70s, 60s, 50s, actually. White Snake didn't do it either. <laughs> Don't you... Don't you talk bad about, what's her name? Tony Catan. Yeah. Who
1: was crazy by all accounts. Yeah.
3: Who's passed away? You know that, right? Yes. He's
1: no longer with
2: us.
1: A little uh, so how many Shazams were Butterfly by Crazy Town over there, John Dawson? 7 million. You say 7 million. What do you say, John? Is Massey? 6.9 million. How about 5,087,263? Jonathan Massey leads six to one. I don't know what's doing myself here. Let's see. I got a couple
0: of suggestions. <laughs> Come over here and bend over my knee, John. I'm spanking you. Not, oh, not literally, just in this game. Doss, oh, <laughs> <it's> Billy Idol. <laughs> I can't get out of that mode. Yeah.
1: Eyes without a face.
0: Fair
3: Face, 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 face. Um, whose guess is it? Look at I'm going to cover up on me,
1: but look at his sneer. I, you, nobody could sneer. There you go. You got it, John Dawson. Nobody could sneer better than Billy Idol. Eyes without a face, 6-1. to one. It's your turn, Jonathan Massey. 1.7
0: million. What do you say, John Dawson? Whatever you say is probably going to be wrong. I know. 1.8
3: million.
1: Ah, you were closer. 3.5 million. I was trying to think if it'd been in a movie or something. Yeah, I think it was on uh, Stranger Things.
3: Ah, there
1: you go. That'll do it. That will do it. So it's now. uh, He had a
3: track on the soundtrack that we got bumped off of. It's
1: now 6.2 or a 6.2. Six to (laughs) two. Oh, let's see. I got a lot of rap songs
0: on here for some reason. That seems unlike you.
1: Oh,
3: that's um, Ram Jam. There you yeah. go, the song. Black I know baby. the drummer in that band. Do you? The, li- the lead singer of that band is in a band in Jersey called the Doughboys. And when they recorded this, he didn't show up because he was stoned. And in the video, he's he's in the video playing a tambourine beside the band because he didn't sing on the track. That is
1: awesome. Uh, it's Black Betty.
3: Yep. An old Lead Belly song. Okay,
1: hey, John uh, Dawson, you trail six to two. Your chance to rally here? Four million. You say four million. What do you say, John? is a Massey? 3.9 million.
0: 5.4 million. Huh. I feel like it's hard to have, like, how do you not, it's the only words in the song you can understand. They know who sang it. Yeah, but you can
3: just Google Black Betty and it'll come right up. It would be Lead Belly and this crew. So it's not six to three, you're rallying back Oh, here. that's George Harris, I mean the Beatles, excuse me. A George Love Harrison song, that the Beatles. Yeah.
1: While my guitar gently weeps.
3: <laughs> Lyrics mean absolutely nothing.
1: I know, but it's a great song, though. You don't think so?
3: It's fine, but people put all this deep meaning into it, and it doesn't mean anything.
1: It means something to, the, to a person who listens to it, John Dawson. It's like the great song Green Roses by Third of Never.
3: I'm going to start finding you if you don't mention another song in our catalog. <laughs>
1: Dude, I played that at, uh, uh, where did I play that recently? ECI. I, no, it wasn't at the ECI. What were you at? Was this something? Oh, no, this is back at the... Uh, Freedom Classic. Yeah. I played it at the Freedom Classic. I played Green Roses. I Thank you. Not to tell you, but I did. Thank this you. is. A, but see, like Green Roses means something different to every single person. While my guitar gently. Green wins, Roses is Beatles. about
3: a budding romance. This is about a bunch of nonsense. It doesn't mean anything. Most of the
0: Beatles songs, as I found out, mean nothing. I mean, I mean they, they were something, means a day
3: something. in the life. They looked at the newspaper and read a headline, and people act like it's just. He's just talking about a car accident. Doesn't mean anything. Oh,
0: you really want to hate the Beatles? Watch um, "Across the Universe."
3: I love I couldn't that stand part.
0: it. I wouldn't make it because well, was in it. And he sings, "I am the walrus." Oh yeah, he showed me that part. Yeah, that, it was good. Like the movie was fine, but it it, tri- it it it's one of those things that makes people believe that the Beatles were more meta than they actually were.
1: Paul is dead. Anyway, uh, while my guitar gently weeps, uh, you lead six to three, Jonathan Massey, and we're coming up again. We really gotta end this in a couple of minutes here. Uh, <laughs> so let's play. To, uh, it's six to three. Let's play to eight. Is that fair? Okay, sure. Okay. Uh, how many? How many Shazams does this have?
0: Three point one million. John Four Dawson. million.
1: One point one million. <laughs> So seven to three, I know. This Maybe.
0: is the most
3: unscientific. I
1: agree. I'm not. Oh, here. Uh,
3: good. Hmm. Oh, God, this is even worse. <laughs> what is a it? lady who knows. Oh, the glitters is gone. John gold. Dawson's favorite band. The best. Led Zeppelin is the greatest cover band of all time.
1: Stairway to heaven, John Dawson. Uh, how many Shazams does it have?
3: Would one be too many? <laughs> well, you would think everybody would know. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Six million. Uh. John is a massive five
1: point nine million. I have to do math here because it's five point nine four three million, and which means I'm closer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was seven thousand closer than you were. I mean, I'm sorry, John. Uh, Jonathan Massa, you win 8-3 to three here. We'll go out on this. Uh,
3: you win, Zamit. How cool is that? <laughs> the opening a- riff to this was stolen from the band Spirit. Was but it really? Yes, it was.
0: Somehow, Led Zeppelin has offended you twice <laughs> with just this one song. <laughs> I love it. Hey,
3: uh, I'll see you guys in, what, 11 days? Yeah, well, you, you'll see us. We'll see you. I don't get it. Man, In court. That's my that's a definition of a Beatles lyric. Oh. Okay. See, it's deep because you don't know that it means nothing. <laughs> are you
1: gonna are you gonna miss me?
3: If I swing now, probably. <laughs> oh,
1: God. Are you gonna miss
0: me, Jonathan? I don't know, man. I've been driving pretty well recently. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was pretty good. Okay, hey! Hi-oh. That'll end Zan yes. one by Jonathan Massey. I will be back. We three will be back on Monday, July the tenth in the year of our Lord 2023, where I'll have to work for nine days before I go on vacation the next time.
0: (laughs) Must be a rough life. (laughs) It is. Beah! Gimme, (laughs) give me, give me, give me, give me. They
3: asked him what was the deep meaning behind this, and he said it was the cheap Moroccan dope. Seriously? That didn't mean anything. Oh, okay. You gotta admit that's beautiful. It means no more than Louie Louie or Woolly Bully.
1: You got to make this beautiful guitar playing there. Oh, it's great. Yeah, okay. Y'all have a good week. I'll see y'all in, what, uh, 12 days, 13 yeah, days. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: yes. Have I talked enough about it? There's no reason anybody should be texting me next week saying, hey, where are you at, Brian? You're not on the air. Listen, thank you, thank you, thank you to uh, Marquise Grant. Thank you to Paul Whittington. Thank you to Linda Whittington for uh joining me in the first hour like i said uh we will be gone all next week uh we will be back on monday july the 10th myself john and jonathan will have uh, mark panicelli on that day too listen thank you so much for supporting the brian hanks show thank you to all our great sponsors we'll see you uh what in 11 days here on the brian hanks show presented by lenore community college